It's time for the Back to the Book broadcast with Brother Jimmy Ruckman. You can send all correspondence to Brother Jimmy Ruckman, 1621 Six Mile Cemetery Road, Maryville, Tennessee, 37803, or email backtothebookbroadcast at gmail.com. The Back to the Book broadcast is a ministry of the Ridgeview Baptist Church in Walland, Tennessee. You can visit the church website at rbcwalland.org. And now the broadcast. Please take your Bibles once again. Turn with me to Psalms chapter 78. We've covered a lot of ground this week. I know many of the preachers could do a better job at expounding the the truths in here. There's a lot to be said, a lot more than I'm able to say. Our subject this week has been, sorry, I'm not willing. Here was the, the, the verse... And the question that I asked at the very beginning from verse 41, Yea, they turned back and tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. My question was this, how did they limit Him? We said that they limited Him by their disbelief, by their desire, and by their disobedience. We said they limited him by their questioning his capability, by their quenching the Holy Spirit, and by their quitting. They limited God because they would not remember the works God had done. They limited God because they would not surrender to the working of God in their life. And they limited God because they would not endeavor in the work of God. They had a self-made boundary or multiple self-made boundaries in their lives where God, I'll serve you to this point, but once we hit here, I'm not going any farther. And here's the question. What can we do to avoid the pitfalls of the, that generation? Because they suffered the judgment of God for it. I've not read it. You can read Psalms chapter 78 for yourself, but you'll see there a very vicious cycle. They would rebel. They would disobey. God would judge them. They'd pretend to get right and, and fake being right with him. They, as verse 36 said, they would flatter him with their mouth. They lied unto him with their tongues. All oh, their talk was pretty. They talked about how they loved God and how they wanted to serve him. But their heart was not right with him. In essence, in their heart, this is what they were saying. Sorry, God, but I'm not willing today. Is that your attitude? I'm sorry, God, I'm just not willing today to give you what you deserve. Sorry, God, I'm just not willing today to surrender to the working you're wanting to do in my life. How is it that we as the generation coming on the scene are going to avoid those pitfalls? First of all, let me just go here. In verse 7, Asaph gives us the reason or the reasons why it was so important that they get the Word of God and the truth 
to the next generation. Here, here it is right here. That they might set their hope in God and not forget the works of God, but keep His commandments and might not be as their fathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation. If we are going to go on with God, first of all, we're going to have to listen to the Word of God. That means remember it, and that means obey it. That obedience goes a lot farther than many people are willing to go. They are limiting God because they don't want to follow his word. I'm going to give you a true Bible test here. The Bible tells us that we are to follow in Christ's steps. I'm going to give you a simple test. You've probably heard of it before, but it's right. And let me preface it with this. You have the Holy Spirit. If you're saved, you have the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. Now, if I were to ask you this question, would you go to that place? Or would you say that word? Or, or those jokes? Or talk that way? Or, or would you be going fishing rather than going to church on a Sunday? Or, or would you be doing this rather than this if Jesus was with you? If your answer would be, well, no, I wouldn't do that if he was with me, then you're in sin. You have the Holy Spirit of God on the inside of you. But when you take him places he don't want to be, and you make him listen to things he don't want to hear, and you talk about things that he sure don't want to talk about, and you play with sin, and you, you do whatever it is that you want to do, let me tell you, you are quenching the Holy Spirit of God. You are grieving Him, and you cannot be used like God wants you to do. You are breaking the, the fellowship with God until you repent of your sin. We've got to get back to God's Word. We've got to get back to pleasing God above all else. But I want you to understand this. He says that they might set their hope in God. Why is it important that we set our hope in God? Let me just tell you. It's because God's our only hope. You want to see God do a work in your life? It's going to have to be God. It ain't going to be anybody else. You want to find spiritual victory? It's got to be God. You want to see revival in your church? It's got to be God. You want to be used by God to reach other souls for Christ? It's got to be by the power of God in your life. We are hopeless and helpless without God. 
We are dependent on God for everything. And some of us need to get our expectations away from the pulpit and away from the things that we think we can do, away from our own abilities and set it on God and get serious in prayer with God, giving our all to God, saying, God, if you don't do a work, nothing can or will be accomplished. God, I surrender to you. God, I do whatever you want to do. Oh, God, we've got to have you. Until we get our desire back in God, until we get our focus set on Him once again, until we realize that the only hope that we have is God, we cannot go where God wants us to go. We will continue to limit the work that God can do until we realize that we are fully dependent on God. Listen, friend, listen. You, not, not only do we need to listen to God's word, not only do we need to set our hope in God, but we must learn from the bad examples of the past. Don't follow their carnal, worldly ways. Need to listen to this preacher because I, I'm telling it right. You cannot serve God halfway. If you think you're succeeding at it, I promise you, you are serving the world and judgment is on its way. Look, Christ is coming very soon. Souls are hanging in the balances. Hell is real. And souls are going there. Most of us, if not all of us, have family members on their way to hell. How can you stand before God having played games? It's time we get serious with God. It's time, look, I want to see God's power at work again, but to see that we're going to have to take our hands off our lives and fully submit to God. Surrender to God. Give it all up and let Him do the work. Look, some of you younger folks listening in, maybe even some of the older ones, I don't know where you're at. This ain't a game. We think we can just give half-hearted efforts. I'm as guilty as guilty can be. I'm not preaching just to you. I'm preaching to myself. Until we get serious with God. God can't use us. We are limiting God. Do you want to know why God's not been working like we hear He used to work? It's because we're out of touch with Him. We're out of step with Him. It's not God that's out of that's walked away from us. It is us that have walked away from God. We've shut Him outside our doors. We've limited Him in the work that He really wants to do. Every second we waste, Every time we start playing games on God rather than being serious, 
let me let me help you understand what's happening. There are souls that are on their way to hell because there was a Christian not willing to go tell them. There might be blood on your hands because you didn't tell. You didn't warn. Listen, folks. Revival can happen. Most likely, if not for sure, it will happen with the younger generation because most of the older generation is set in their ways and they don't want to change. But for those of us coming on this scene, if there's any salt about you, if you as a Christian are worth your salt, then you want to see God work. And if you really get to wanting to see God work and you really get to hungering after God, then you'll finally hit a point where nothing else matters except to see God work. And you'll do whatever it is that you've got to do to get to a place where God can. Do we want to go on with God? That's how we're going to do it. We've got to set our hope in God. We've got to get serious with Him. Dead serious. We need to quit playing games. We need to get on our face before God and beg for mercy and repent before God because our hearts are not right with Him. Simple test. What do you love more than God? If there's anything... That you love more than God. Anything you'd rather do more than spending time in God's word and praying. Then let me just tell you something that's got your heart, not God. You're not right with God. I'm telling you, it's hitting where it hurts. And I hope it's made its point in your own heart. Are you going to come to the end and are you going to tell God this? Sorry, but I'm not willing. You couldn't use me because I would not surrender. You've been listening to the Back to the Book broadcast with Brother Jimmy Ruckman. You can send all correspondence to Brother Jimmy Ruckman, 1621 Six Mile Cemetery Road, Maryville, Tennessee, 37803, or email broadcast at gmail.com. The Back to the Book broadcast is a ministry of the Ridgeview Baptist Church in Wallen, Tennessee. You can visit the church website at rbcwallen.org.